Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. In this episode, I'm getting all woo-woo on ya, and I don't even care. I'll woo you, foo. So I just wanted to talk about what different herbs' uh, powers are. Um, if you remember the uh, astrological definition of some of the uh, planetary energy, how they have a quality of mind in a sense. Like for the sun, it's everything well revolves around the sun. Everything in its state of being is itself standing and it burns and has its own energies, its own frequency, and its own power. And the sun has the ability to sustain and create all the levels of being. And it also embodies sort of the, um, the essence of temperature. You know, when temperature changes at a setting, it alters physics. When you change it back, it'll alter it again. But it'll be a, a state of being. It'll be being itself like a Leo, fixed fire. So the herbs for the sun are angelica, calendula, frankincense, juniper, safflower, saffron, St. John's wort, sunflower, tormentilla, calendine, eyebright, ash, bay, chamomile, rosemary, and walnuts. These herbal ingredients are known to give uh, drive and energy towards uh, success. You can harness motivation and any wishes that you want. It promotes a vitality. Um, you can create rituals of like incense and oils and blends or just teas that are supposed to bring about like a sense of authority and an, and a, dig a self-dignity, uh, health, creativity, and success. They say that uh, solar herbs and magics are to help us define and understand our true purposes and will. And uh, you can direct these sort of um, thought processes and, and harness this kind of energetic capacity to gain success of any uh, given goal. So <laughs> with this kind of stuff, it's like you can manifest like visions of the physical and the emotional and mental and spiritual realms. Uh, but you have to have like an aim towards your uh, kind of energy. Like there's a various amount of interests and aspirations that a person can have. And the success, uh, how the success will express itself will be the outcomes of the manifestations of a goal and what life is presenting to the individual at, di at diverse stages of their life will have a bearing on the way that the person defines their success in what particular juncture. So the solar herbs are, are good for bringing about the um, self-expression. It's also... Um, some of these herbs are more bodily or body-wise symbiotic to, um, to different things. Like mistletoe, for instance, is an herb of the sun and produces a uh, drastic but sometimes fatal effect on the heart and circulatory system. And some are there to just lower your blood pressure in order to reduce bleeding, like if you have a wound. Like some of the uh, berries may be ground up in mistletoe at, at like a low dose to try to reduce bleeding and so forth. And reduce uterine bleeding. So they all have different uh, sorts of, of healthy outcomes. But also you shouldn't just use them willy-nilly. There's a certain amount of... Um, of herb you should use, especially when it comes to certain types. So you'd have to know the, what the herb is about and know the, the, the uh, capacity and the dosage of the herb before taking them. You'd have to consort someone who is more of an expert in herbology. So never just take stuff willy-nilly, right? So there's self-expressive, uh, successful uh, figures that are ruled by the sun, and this brings a sort of uh, pleasure, because the fifth house is you know, a sign of, of pleasure. So it brings you a sort of passion and and what you want to get out of a purpose, a sense of purpose and strong will. And of course, your sun sign in your natal chart will sort of indicate what represents um, that person within the world. Where do you up, uh, tend to apply your energies? Like, where do you apply them? In what house? Like, like for me, my son's in Sagittarius, so 
my success and self-expression often will, my ego, my ego drive will often be expressed in something like philosophy, talking, you know, it's in the third house, so it's communication, but ultimately it's like law, philosophy, higher education and learning, or even religion, and, and just kind of like um, the, the more expansive principles of knowledge in general, sort of the uh, greater overarching mind of knowledge. The herbs of the sun involve the heart. The heart chakra typically is involved with the sign of Leo, the lion heart, if you've heard that expression. It's kind of funny. It's all esoteric if you haven't um, heard of all this stuff. But if you have, you know, that's where it comes from. So a lot of this stuff, the vitality, the flow of energy, it starts with how you're breathing. <sighs> you know, your, your flow of breath and the oxygen that is getting carried around your body because the oxygenation will go through the alveoli into the bloodstream. The blood will be carried directly into the heart first thing, and the heart will pump it out to different parts of your body, and your body will oxygenate. And it's through this that you find the vitality. You get all that breath, and your strong, healthy heart will get all that vitality out to every inch of you. So when you're breathing well, you feel good. So get a sleep study done, get a CPAP test, you know? If you're not breathing at night, you're not going to feel good. So I actually do work in um, polysomnography, which is a study of many vital signs that are produced during sleep. We're there to look for sleep apnea. So your pharyngeal mus muscles collapse and relax. So you'll, your muscles just soften up when you sleep. So if, they, if it happens too much, you won't breathe or you, your breathing will be reduced and your oxygen will desaturate. And you won't have that vital capacity uh, at night. And no one's typically there or yourself, you know, included won't be there to control you or to, to tell you what's going on. So, and if someone does, then they're probably going to send you in to get a sleep study done. Or you should, con you know, tell a physician about it and, and have this um, happen. So at any rate, that's the other side. That's the dark side of the moon. But ultimately, yes, the heart is ruled by the sign of Leo. And it's vital. It's for your vital energy. This is where you your physical and vital capacity, even of the mind, all the organs associated with your body that need oxygen, is the circulatory condition. So uh, chamomile, calendane, ju juniper, St. John's wort, they can relieve swelling, inflammations, rheumatoid care di uh, conditions, fibromyalgia. Um, it could also uh, relieve symptoms of, of the cold and congested lungs, including mullen. But also these properties, in addition, can help uh, take away uh, mental depression uh, to gain more confidence in your ability to take action towards uh, personal and professional goals and responsibilities. So with these kind of herbs, you know, you could kind of get the essential oil. That's kind of what I do with some things. Um, I, I use frankincense, but um, yeah, they're they they promote kind of a vital stimulus they're related to the heart and essentially it's you know what is your strong personality you know what are you passionate about what would you like to have authority over and where would you like to have enthusiasm and self-confidence to go after something and to be a part of something great to be on a higher echelon of being you know where do you want to go after where do you want to put your chips where do you feel confident expressing yourself and that's sort of the idea of the sun is that embodiment but also you can kind of look at um where is your your fifth house and uh my fifth house is is in a capricorn and aquarius and i'm in a, a capricorn ascendant so you know i mean in some sense like i'll probably put more and more of my chips towards my responsibilities and and capricorn is very much a part of a you know ascending a sort of responsibility kind of thing or ascending a a job ladder or, be, or becoming more you know in demand in terms of that because your focus is more on your uh activity and control you have over your professional aspect and people i think with sun in the fifth house you'll certainly have 
have a double dose and solidification of really having it aspected that strongly that that's where your self-expression is, is to go forth and be confident and embody a, a powerful, vital energy and to be successful in your own right and to shine, so to speak. You know, you say like, you know, you're shining, like this is where you shine, like this is your time to shine, you know, to do well and be happy doing what you're doing, you know, to have good energy, to have a good vital energy. And wherever your sun is, typically you just have good vital energy and whatever that sign is, that's typically, you know, you shine with anything having to do with that. You just do because that's where your sun is. And Lord knows in, in the field and subject of philosophy at, at a young age, I am very talented. I've spent a lot of time in it. And you could say that matters concerning this. I have a talent for it. You give me enough time, I will out-argue you. You cannot pass by someone with the sun, a Mars, and a Mercury in Sagittarius and expect to be able to out-inform or if there's some ideal conflict going on that I cannot work that out in such a way that's magnificent and it's where you shine. So wherever your sun is is where you shine and that's it. And some of these things you'd want to use in a different context, like calendula is to intake uh, for, it's good for your heart. So your vitality and, and the way your uh, heart's pumping. Uh, St. John's wort is for more for uh, mental and emotional equilibrium and calm. Chamomile more for uh, the serenity and calmness that you'd need before you go to bed. And juniper for expelling um, allegedly like an imbalance or any anything that doesn't make you feel well. So I don't know what that would be, but ultimately you're just expelling a kind of imbalance that keeps you in a state that you don't want and moves you into a state you do. I don't know how that works, but everything's in equilibrium and you could take it from one end to the other and you take that as you will. They say that the essence of herbs for the moon are there for a psychic knowledge, dream working, memories as a child, meet possible meanings, uh, also fertility and the period, past life recall, if you believe in that, sure, why not? I mean, every nothing goes away. Energy is always kept, you know, nothing's destroyed. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think of more of a, as a continuity, you know, everything physically and reproductively is, is, is uh, continuous. You can take that as far as you want, but as far as the subconscious mind and the imagination are concerned, it's the moon, which is ruled Cancer, and as the moon card and tarot is Pisces. So you have this you know, watery kind of essence, and, and water is the biggest part of our body, and it holds the most vibration. So from person to person, uh, if you have any sort of physical transference, you're going to feel it in your body because we're all made of water. In particular, the selenite, pearl, abalone, and moonstone are very common stones for this kind of work. The metal is also silver. I have silver silver rings for this very fact. The herbs are anise, camphor, fennel, jasmine, moonwort, mugwort, pumpkin, violet, watercress, and white sandalwood. I don't know about you, but there's something called a mugwort dream where if you smoke mugwort and you go to bed, you're going to have a really crazy dream. And let me tell you, it's 100% legal and you can go to the herb shop and try it out for yourself. The moon also controls tides. So if you think about what the moon's doing to an ocean, that there that there's a control of a, a system of in and out from such a macro body, why wouldn't then again we, we realize the tides of our body, we're made of water. So the phases of the moon will ebb and flow and cycle back and also controls menstrual periods. Depending on where the moon is, sometimes like it does affect uh, the, the female system uh, in menses a lot differently than what a man would, would uh, typically undergo. 
So they, they call it the mother moon for a reason. They say that cucumber helps eliminate excess water from the body and is both like a, a laxative and a diuretic, effective in dissolving uric acid accumulations such as kidney stones. Fennel and lily are elixirs and laxatives and diuretics as well. There's a di digestive antispasmatics such as a lily, and fennel is commonly used to stimulate the flow of milk in nursing mothers. Mugwort, again, is a, a lunar att attribution. Uh, it's very psychic. But in addition, it's also digestive and purgative uh, in quality. So herbal teas can be created out of these things and can be, be used to regulate the flow of menstrual blood. And of course, the body has this interbodily process where when it, when it gets these herbs, there's a chemical that sort of either turns off something that's on too much or it turns on something that's off too much. So it's a regulatory thing and it's a fine balance. So that's why you probably shouldn't screw with it too much because everything from neurology, from the body, the blood-brain barrier, these chemicals are telling the body what to do. If you want to calm your nerves down, do like almond butter or like jasmine. That way you could just calm down enough to just totally become intuitive or whatever, or, or just calm down and feel better. But also sandalwood and myrrh, as used as incense, can trigger a subtle a lun lunar mode of perception, effective in meditation work. And intuition. So if you want to awaken psychically and start meditating a little more, some of this path work you could do by just invoking some more myrrh and sandalwood and so forth. I have a, um, a sandalwood candle that I burn sometimes. Sometimes I do it at night. And let me tell you, I've had some dreams, man. I've gotten a lot of messages, a lot of psychic tra uh, transmissions and stuff off it. But it's good for you. Do essential oil or whatever. Dream working particularly, and do sandalwood, jasmine, cucumber, sandal, uh, uh, myrrh, and it could be it could be essential oil, but just or just like a small scoop of herbs and like a some water. You know, you could grind it in a mortar and pestle or whatever, but yeah, maybe fill it with alcohol. But ultimately, like just maybe you could burn incense if it's especially if it's like uh, myrrh or sandalwood, or you could even put it in a diffuser. However you want to do it, but. Yeah, working with moon stuff, like that's, it's it's exciting stuff, you know. But it's all accessible. You can go to your health food store and just make a list. And uh, here's a list. I'll give you um, a quick rundown again. Jasmine, iris, fennel, cucumber, camphor, cabbage, anise, almond, lettuce, lily, lotus, moonwort, mugwort, pumpkin, violet, sandalwood, myrrh. So, you know, all this different different kind of stuff you can utilize. I'm not going to go through every planetary uh, energy and how uh, the herbs correspond with what it deals with bodily or how it's supposed to be manifested through the personality and what its effects are and what kind of uh, activity and energy it can bring to the table. I'm just going to do one more. I'll do Mars. Mars is dominantly male energy and just know we both embody female and male energy. It's just men embody more and females that have a, mar a more of a Martian personality will will bring about more male qualities within them, so to speak. So it all depends on where it's placed. So it's about courage and motivation. Um, it is expressed with victory, aggression, achievement, and it's energy and action, assertiveness, uh, strength, and uh, sexual desire. So like the, the will to want to have sex and stuff. Because Mars also rules Scorpio, and Scorpio is about intimacy. Um, but it's also like kind of a male activity, sow your seeds. Like you have kind of a will to want to go around to sow your seeds, you know, sexual activity. Um, the stones are ruby, carnelian, bloodstone, and garnet. The colors are orange, red, scarlet, and vermilion. The herbs are aloe, aloes wood, basil, bryony, cactus, cumin, cayenne, garlic, ginger, 
hawthorn, horseradish, honeysuckle, mustard, nettle, red sandalwood, safflower, tobacco, and wormwood. Uh, these energies can sometimes be associated with uh, bad things like impetus action, strife, aggression, destruction, immaturity, selfishness, but that's only when the energies are not quite in balance. But you could also use these kinds of energies to protect and, and vitalize things. But also it's, it's, it's about breaking down and clearing away waste and dead tissues, about destroying and transforming through that process. Also, these things can be rather uncomfortable. This energy can be associated with uh, police officers and firemen and the military. All professions that can be rather dangerous, but that can also are there to kind of serve and protect life, and in some cases to preserve laws and justice. Some of these herbs, uh, such as nettle, can be uh, injected subcutaneous doses of stinging fluid, and this can become a, a powerful interna internal astringent for eliminating infections in the blood and then urine and regulating blood pressure and flow. It could also relieve hemorrhoids and reduce the susceptibility to colds. It also has a heating action as well. Uh, some energies also, like peppercorn, is uh, noteworthy of digestive uh, and aiding in digestion, breaking down food and waste products, but also uh, cayenne is used for building up body heat. So this sort of uh, Mars Marsation of the body, if you could say that, is excellent for uh, resisting colds and increasing blood flow. What's really interesting is there's also a kind of dark magic you could do where if you create potpourris like in a, in a red or orange bowl, they say, but uh, you can get things like, like chili pepper and place it along your doorstep or along your walkway to keep people you don't want just away from you and out of your house. Uh, but also, I think more, more actually, if you think about it, if you put pieces of chili pepper in someone's shoes that you're trying to remove from your life to keep them away from you. So it's kind of like uh, combating someone and, and keeping them away but after all, uh, a good thing to keep in mind also um, that the that these herbs correspond also with a a quickening style. So fire energy, especially with Aries in the first house, which is ruled by Mars, is there's a quickening and also a purifying. So if you think in terms of okay, I am going to take this for that reason, um, but just keep in mind that it's uh, also to sort of hasten up sort of things. Like if you mix this with something else, you'll want to quicken. You're basically quickening the effect of, of, of using that Martian energy in the context of something else. Like if it was in Uranus, and Uranus is more of your genius or your kind of your thought, thought doldrums, like to hasten yourself to um, act upon these ideas more readily and get them going or to get yourself out of sort of a, a stuckness and get get moving. It creates a little bit of movement and activity there. And even slow energies, you know, you can kind of quicken those up as well. So if anything, the takeaway should be utilize some herbal remedies, utilize some teas, utilize some potpourris, utilize, I do essential oils mostly, but just utilize these things in order to gain a little bit of, gain a little bit of power, gain a little bit access to something that will help you get involved with the energy more. If you're lacking one way, use it. If you're lacking in another way, use that counteract something by stop using it you know if you need to turn something off turn it off too much of something if you don't need it isn't good but ultimately you know the effects of some of this stuff try them out be an alchemist we're an alchemist in my head anyway i always perceive existence like that you know i'm the alchemist i'm sagittarius just mix it all together and find meaning whatever you need utilize if you don't have something find it get it if you have too much of something pull it back 
you know. And you could always balance it out with something. If you got too much Mars, use some Venus. If you got too much Jupiter, maybe go to Mercury or go somewhere else with something. But just but also just play around. You know, whatever you want to see happen, utilize that and watch it unfold. And uh, feed your body. Feed your body well. Feed your mind. And um, get interested in herbs, because I am. I'm going to have an herb farm one day, y'all. Y'all come visit me. Take it easy.